Fred, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, with host Dr. Ron and co-host Dr. Jerry. And I want to welcome you. I'll hold it a second. The, the computer's going crazy here for a second. I want to welcome you with an attitude of gratitude, as I do every week, because it makes you happier and healthier. And I want to make sure you know that you, if you surround yourself with positive, like-minded people, you'll be happier and healthy. healthier. Concentrate on what you enjoy. With circumstances you cannot change, learn to change your attitude. Find an aspect about the situation for which you can be grateful and dwell on that and have an attitude of gratitude. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome again to uh, this podcast, and uh, this podcast uh, contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources, and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So a couple things. Thank you so much for all the great feedback on last week's show on Ozone. Tobias did a great job. And remember, if you call Promo Life and ask for Tobias, he has a, he'll have a little something for you if you mention this program. So uh, we learned a lot about the Ozone. I had my Ozone treatment before the program today, as did my wife. So we're ready to go. And now we'll call on the Energizer Bunny, Dr. Jerry. How are you doing, Dr. Jerry? I'm all energized up. I had my big steak uh, an hour before the show, so I'm all raring to go. <laughs> all right. We're going to do a show on carniv- carnivorous diets one, one time. Well, no, also. I am a secondhand vegetarian. I eat, I eat grass-fed beef. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. So, look, before we get on and I, I tell you a little bit about our current guest, it's going to be a really an interesting show. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to talk about how to be happy, healthy, horny, and wise. And we're going to talk about the fake burgers that belong in your garbage can and not on your plate. We're going to talk about common urinary tract infection medications that are linked to deadly heart risk. We're going to talk about maybe if we have time, the secret of life is not encoded in your genes. Think about that. And you'll be surprised about how much your destiny is controlled by your genes. We're going to talk about curcumin, okay, how it removes fluoride from the brain. And Dr. Jerry and I have never, have, we're all, we have always been anti-fluoridationists. Uh, and recently now that the American Academy of Pediatrics came out with an article that said that women who use fluorine during their pregnancy will have children with decreased IQs. It's coming more to the forefront. We'll talk a little bit about why antibiotics don't stop sinus infections. So we're going to talk about things that you can do uh, to help your own health uh, that aren't going to require you to go broke, broke to buying supplements, things you can avoid to uh, that are carcinogenic and things you may not expect to, to find. We're going to talk about, if we have time again, it'll be a, a long show, but uh, different foods that you think are really healthy. But we're going to get down into it, and you're going to find that some of these health foods should never be eaten. So uh, that'll be next week's show. And uh, toward the end of this month and early October, we're going to have as a very special guest, Dr. Gerald Pollack who is really associated with structured water. And uh, we're going to, that'll be an interesting program, which will probably take about an hour and a half. And uh, we probably will have John Ellis on that show also. So without further ado, Dr. Jerry, I got an e email a while back and it, it really piqued my interest. And it's the, the, the email read with the school year starting, invariably children will be coming home with a number of ailments. Well, that's sure true here in Florida because our school system has started already. Alexis Brink, a trained expert with nearly three decades of experience, has written a new how-to guide. And that how-to guide uh, fits into our, our paradigm here at Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. We're not only here to give you medical use, news, we want to be your self-help network where you come to find out information so you can be the CEO of your own body and make informed decisions. So she wrote a book that shows readers how this little-known practice called The Art of Jin Shin, it's a book by si that she has published with Simon & Schuster, uh, can change your health and that of your child for the better. So uh, I, even though I have a license to practice acupuncture, I'm a medical doctor with the licenses in three different states, uh, I, I was not familiar with this, this, this particular uh, subject. Uh, and some of the examples how this can be used uh, for flus and stomach aches and headaches really piqued my interest. I told Dr. Jerry about it, and he said she should be on the show. So without uh, further ado, uh, let's, let's introduce uh, Alexis Brink and bring her on the show. Alexis, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? We're doing great. So I'm happy to be here. We're, we're really happy to hear for you to be here. Our, our listeners are happy to, to hear what you have to say. And uh, even though I've done some reading, I, have, I did not get a copy of your book, but Dr. Jerry and I have done some reading on, the, on this art. Uh, you're going to be educating us, too. So uh, 
wherever you want to start will be well i like your introduction very much uh with the children going back to school and i've taught uh jinshin to children and it's very very uh it's very easy to apply to yourself and you say you're an acupuncturist so Jinshin is also a form of energy medicine, and it's similar to acupuncture, but we don't use needles. We use our hands instead. And for this reason, it's very easy to apply on yourself. And so this book is about uh, how to apply this to yourself. Okay. Can you give our audience some idea of uh, how, how – has this discipline been around for a while, or is it something new or something that you 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 – improved upon what's the basis of jinshin it's it really comes from uh the ancient traditions uh, similar to yoga acupuncture um jiramurai uh, he's the father of jinshin and he's from japan and um he developed this uh system from the ancient traditions. So even though it's based on ancient traditions, he developed his own, like a lot of these modalities. And so, no, I didn't improve on it. I just made it really accessible for people to use it in a very easy and approachable and hands-on kind of way. Um, For me, it's been a lifetime study. I've been practicing and studying for this for 30 years. But Mm. when you pick up this book, you can see that holding your fingers, all of your fingers and your palm, you help the whole body. So you can really take this from a very simple level to a much more advanced level. And um, so this really is a hands-on. It is acupressure, so you do use your hands. And before we get into specifics, is it associated with any lifestyle uh, alterations or is this purely energetic medicine? It's truly energetic medicine, but when you get into energetic medicine, and you know this, I mean, lifestyle does come into play because you really get to know and learn about yourself and, um, you know, People who get into this kind of work, they start to look at their lifestyle as well, like what do you put into your body, what do you eat, environment, stress. So things like that is what we we look at it and then understand it, and then you can place your hand on certain areas of your body to get the energy to, to move, and then healing can occur. So when harmony is in the body and you then abuse your body by stress or um, or diet or, or other ways, that is just something to be aware of and then to work with it and then to be able to, to let it go. Are there diagnostic clues that you use or do you, do you go by the symptoms? As a, well, as a practitioner, um, we listen to the pulse in the wrist and that's, uh, I, I know it's similar to acupuncture. Uh, so we do listen to the cause of the project. So when somebody comes in with a symptom, um, I listen to what the symptoms are. And then when I listen to the pulse and I look at the body, how it la- lies down on the table, and when I feel the body, I feel where the cause is. Because when you just treat a symptom, it goes away for a while, but then it may come back or it comes back in another form. So it's very important to go to the cause of the problem and 
by the way, problems, we call them projects because they're fun and you work with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go, to, you go to the cause of the project, and then it will resolve completely. And the, the, the good news is that whenever there is a project in the body, you can always find the cause in the body as well. So that's the exciting part, so we can do something about it. That that and I, I'm glad to hear that because our, our our co-host Dr. Jerry has written a book about how to get to the splinter, how to get to the cause, and yeah. uh, that that that's always important that that we tell our listeners if you get to the cause, the treatment is 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 not easy, but it's, it's predictable. So, Dr. Jerry, does this interest you? Uh, and does any of this apply to what you do in your energetic medicine uh, in in Pennsylvania? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I use some of the mudras. Uh, to reconnect the energy of the brain to different parts of the body. And the fact, I just had a woman in today uh, from Indiana. She had some residual pain in the neck muscles. And um, I used Qigong acupuncture, which is um, no needles. but And we, we basically take the acupuncture locator and touch the cylinder on the area of pain and then find the corresponding switch on the skull that when stimulated will turn the pain off. So it's, it's uh, I'm sure, similar uh, yeah. in certain ways, but it's very powerful uh, when you connect and rebalance the energies of the body. Yes, I think so. all of these modalities are very similar because we work with universal energy, right? I mean, it is the... Yeah to harmonize our individual body. And so whatever you do, if it's Reiki or acupuncture or Qigong, you're working with the, the, the universal energy to harmonize the energy in the body. And when the energy flows correctly in the body, down the front and up the back, then the body can heal itself. And that, that is with all these modalities, is that we get, when we get to that point, the body heals itself. And that's so good and important to know for all of us. Well, you're absolutely correct, because my Qigong master, uh, when I posed the question, I said, how in the world stimulating a point on the head is going to cure whatever? He says it's simple when you balance the energies of the body, the whole immune system, everything starts to work the way it's supposed to. You know, see, Western medicine makes things convoluted, that it's always a war on the bacteria, a war on viruses, a war on cancer, when in fact, it just should be rebalancing and and no wars. (laughs) Yes, yes. And um, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And our bodies are capable of doing that. And uh, that being said, I, I think all these uh, ways of healing ourselves work very well together and as uh, complementary to Western medicine as well, to, right? You, I mean, exactly. Yeah, that's really important. I saw a, a term used someplace in, in reading about this, about your hands are used as jumper cables. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that really intrigued me. Uh, maybe could you explain for our listeners uh, uh, how uh, simple this can be uh, and non-invasive it can be for, for uh, say, a parent to use this on her child, like, say, if he, has, he or she has a stomach ache, uh, mm-hmm. what would the, the parent or the child, uh, the caregiver do for that child? 
Yeah, so it's very, everything that's in this book is for self-help, and you can apply it to a friend or a loved one or a child uh, as well. And so we use the analogy of a jumper cable because when you apply your hands, you don't use your own energy, but that's exactly when you tap into this universal energy to harmonize the body and you you regenerate this life force. So, for example, when a child has a fever and you place your hand on the top of the shoulder blade and work, hold each of the fingers one at a time, then you bring down a fever and you help boost the immune system and you help to get rid of a cold very quickly. So it's, it's really that easy to apply. And uh, people ask me, like, do you squeeze it? Do you hold it? Do you? So if you take the fingers, if you just hold your thumb and you just hold it lightly, you feel a pulsation come up mm-hmm. in, in, in your thumb, and that's the energy that it's starting to move. So as you're practicing this, you really become uh, aware of, of the energy movement in the body. And... Um, as I said before, the easiest way to access this is first by breathing, which all the modalities are the same. We all use the breath. And then second, by using each of, holding each of the fingers, because by holding each of the fingers, you harmonize an emotional attitude, worry, fear, anger, sadness, and efforting too much. So by holding the fingers, you can help the entire body already. So that's very, very simple to do. Very interesting. Um, so uh, if if they if our listeners would would pick up a copy of, of your book, they would see uh, a symptom and a, a remedy. Is is that what's what's in your book? Yeah. So that's the the back part of the book. There are seventy symptoms. And those are one-step holds that you can do. So you use both your hands and you put, you place them on, on two different locations on the body. Um, in the book, I also explain about um, all of the organ functions. And as an acupuncturist, you know the meridians. So all the organ function flows are, are in there. And so you can use this book as uh, using it as looking at the symptoms as a Quick, a quickie we call it, or or create a, a self-help routine that you can use every day on yourself. Uh, most of my clients they create a self-help routine and work on themselves every day. It's like a, a practice. Okay, yeah, Dr. And I, and I, I just had a quick I was question. Ask that if they could use it to to keep in good health and to keep positive and to keep from being depressed. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, I have children that go to college and they call me often like, Mom, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? For their friends or for themselves. And I give them a quick hold. So that's like one step hold. And it's very, very effective for depression, anxiety, um, digestion, immune system, all of these issues that we hear a lot about today. And you can just... um, harmonize your energy it's like people get a lot into meditation today and so this in a way works similarly but it's this is so accessible because when you place your hands you're actually even doing something to help it along 
does the person placing the hand, does their health, mental or physical, influence the results of the healing? Of the healing? I mean, in effect, it shouldn't because, let's say, when I practice on somebody, I tap into the universal energy. So I'm not giving my energy to the person or I'm not taking theirs. And so it's just okay. facilitating. That's where the jumper cable uh, idea comes in, where you, where the energy of the person gets harmonized. And same when you apply it to yourself. It's um, like I practice this on myself every day. Every morning before I get out of bed, I do the main center source, which is in the book. And it's, if you look at it, it exactly covers the places uh, that uh, are the same as the chakras. So they greatly mm-hmm. overlap, and this just this flow just sets you up for the day. And just so, just by spending ten minutes or fifteen minutes giving you the, giving yourself this main center source, it sets you up for the day. And uh, as my teacher says, Philomena, she says, "Don't leave home without it." <laughs> uh, <yeah laughs> it's powerful. Well, it, it seems like it would be something that most school nurses should be familiar with. Yes, yes, it's being practiced a lot in hospitals um, because there's simple holds. There's a simple hold on the ankle that releases the natural uh, painkiller, and so it's good for all pain. So in hospital situations, um, it's a very easy hold, the inside and the outside of the ankle bone. And when you hold that, it just releases the natural painkillers. Dr. Jerry, you had a question. Yeah, are there any like emergency type points uh, for trauma, for example? Yes, well, very much. I mean, one of the things, and I mentioned some of them in my book, but when people faint and they collapse wherever on the street, on airplanes, and I have some stories in my book about that, but you can just go to the back of the head and that will bring the person back. And I, I just want to tell a quick story. My son, who's in college, he called me the other day and he said, Mom, Mom, my friend just collapsed on the sidewalk. What can I do? And I said, Well, Tyler, just sit with him and place your hands on his fours, number four, uh, the back of the head. And, and he said, Oh, it's okay. The EMS is coming. And I said, No, no, just sit with him and stay with him till they move him into the ambulance. And a few minutes later, I get a text message from him. I did it. So, yeah, that was just, I mean, yes, it really works well in emergencies as well. And uh, I've done that many times, yes. So, Alexis, I, had a, I was out to dinner last night with a friend, and uh, he, is the, he, he just recovered from spinal stenosis. And he's having, he's a, he's a PhD in English, and he's having trouble. Uh, verbalizing his thoughts. Uh, so he wants to talk about a book that he just wrote called Common Sense, but he, he doesn't can't get up in front of uh, a crowd because what he's thinking doesn't come out his mouth. Is there is mm-hmm. is, you, is this technique something that he could work with? Well, yes, um, absolutely, yes. I mean, some projects are a little bit more complicated, and so he needs to to 
you know, to really practice or see a practitioner for just a few sessions. Um, but yes, okay. I would prob- I, I would think that the main center source, because the first step of the main center source, you place your right hand on top of the head and the left hand between the eyebrows. So the hand that you place on top of the head helps the pineal and pituitary gland, and it gets the whole endocrine system going. And then between your eyebrows, that helps mental clarity. And so just that step will just clarify his thoughts and get his mind and his mental clarity back in order. Interesting. So, yes, well, yes, you can tell him that. Okay, I will. I'll tell him to buy your book also. Uh, but, you know, a, you know, acupuncture is a great modality, but you do have to place needles, and sometimes you do place a current. Sometimes you burn. Uh, it is invasive, and... Uh, that's what is intriguing about your this this uh, modality, that it is just using your hands, and uh, the, the 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 things that I was involved with that use your hands was mainly in myofascial problems, and uh, but they exhausted the, the healer. They were very exhausting. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing in Jinshan, You just hold gently the the spots, the safety energy locations. And when you hold it, you will feel a pulsation. And when you feel the pulsation, that means the energy is spiraling all the way to core, so to the core of the body, and then spirals back out to surface. So in effect, it is in in that in that way, it is similar to acupuncture, where you place a needle, and the energy also starts to move. So we can just use our hands and get the same effect. Plus, it's a very nice, relaxing treatment. Like. When you work on yourself, you feel deeply relaxed. If you have a, some people get an energy crash in the late afternoon, and if you if you give yourself some ginseng, then you will bring bring that energy back up to speed. Well, Doctor Brink, is there any contraindication uh, with a woman, let's say, who's pregnant? No, it's wonderful, and there's a lot of uh, pregnant women we work with. And or also women even who have a hard time getting pregnant. Um, and no, so those are Jinshin babies, and they already get that wonderful energy when they are um, in the belly, in the mom's belly. <laughs> so, so yeah, we call them Jinshin babies. It's wonderful. You well, cannot hurt yourself. You cannot hurt yourself with this either. Um, so that's another wonderful thing. You can't do it wrong. And so it's all about harmonizing and and healing. Was there any specific sequences that you follow when you were, you know, working with a, a patient that has a project? Um, well, like I said, you can't really do anything wrong. However, if somebody has a, a serious project above the waist, then I want to bring the energy down. So if somebody has a lot of, uh, for example, if somebody has a serious depression, that means that the energy is stuck above the waist and stuck in the head. So I want to bring the energy down. So I will use flow patterns that are descending, that bring the energy down. So whenever there's a project above the waist, you want to bring it down. And if there's a project below the waist, you want to bring it up. So it's all about the free flow of energy down the front and up the back. And when this is going on, 
correctly and in a smooth way, then the body will heal itself. So that's one of the foundational principles. Of now, uh, is there a problem, let's say, with the surgical scars or tattoos or piercings on the body that block the flow of energy? Um, I think that if there is a surgical procedure and they cut in your body, in a way they also cut through the layers of energy. So it's important to revitalize those energies. And so, yes, I think it is helpful to get energy work uh, before and after. And we have specific flows that we even use before and after surgery that will help to heal faster, that will keep the blood in place and all of that. And so, yes. So, Alexis, I think Dr. Jerry was was mentioning that if you're if a person has a problem, uh, say a shoulder problem, but they have a big scar on their shoulder, will that interfere with your energy work? Well, but only in a positive way, because you revitalize that energy where the where the cut was, and so you revitalize it so that the body can heal. So. I think when there is a surgery, it it will affect, but with the energy work, you can heal it and revitalize it, so there won't be a congestion of energy. Does that make sense? Yes, it it does. But we, uh, when I was in practice, and I think Dr. Jerry still does it, uh, when you see a scar and 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 there are some symptoms that go with it. You know, we 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 I used to inject it. I think Dr. Jerry uses a virtual injection. Uh, but, you know, to, to uh, uh, get the scar, get the energy flowing through the scar again, uh, mm-hmm. because uh, we found and I found when I was in practice that it, it it could interfere with the overall healing of the person. If the scar was a big keloid, uh, you had to get rid of that. Uh, the, you had to get the energy flowing through that scar. I yeah. did it with injection. Uh, you, you, uh, you do it with jumper cables then, right? Yes, yes, and uh, I look at where the scar is on the body, and then I see which energy pathway moves through there, and so I will give that flow. Let's say it's on the spleen energy line. The spleen energy moves from the big toe up through the inside of the leg and then moves up the leg and then crosses the body. So if the scar is on that energy line, I can give a spleen flow, and that will move the energy through that area, and then it, it can heal. Jerry, is that, is that what you were getting at? Uh, yeah, that's definitely what I was getting at. But what's interesting, Dr. Brinks, I came across an article that said that uh, the Jinshin, there's 26 uh, acupuncture points versus 300 in normal acupuncture. Could you elaborate on that? Yes. So in Jinshin Jitsu, we use... Uh, 26 safety energy locations, we call them. And so they are placed uh, 26 on the right side and 26 on the left side. And we use these locations in, uh, in different combinations that create a flow pattern. And so there may be five steps that open up uh, that area. So safety energy locations are points on the body that tend to get congested. Very often they're located on joints. And so when there's an energy blockage, they get congested, kind of like a traffic jam. 
And then when you hold it, when you place your hand on it, it starts to release. And it's very easy to feel it. If you, for example, people who are very stressed, um, their SEL11, which is on top of the shoulder blade, tends to get tight and blocked. And if you place your hand on it, then it will slowly release, and then the energy can move through it again. So if all those 26 safety energy locations are open, then there is harmony in the body. And so most people come in, they have a few of them are locked, or all of them are locked, and then when you work with these flow patterns, they all start to open, and the body starts to have a deep, profound change. And Dr. Brinks, if you have a descending uh, energy blockage, do you start with the points uh, at the highest level and work down, or you do it from the bottom points and work up? Wait, you're asking me? or? Yes. Oh, sorry, yes. sorry, sorry. Um, so, well, these flow patterns are were created by Jira Marai, and they were mathematically calculated, and they were given to us. Um, so they're specific flow patterns. So even a descending flow may have some points that start above the waist, but they still the intention is for the energy to go down, and it does. So I will when I use descending flows, they will still I will still place my hands also above the waist at some point at some time. Um, for example, uh, for example, a stomach flow is a descending flow. It moves the energy down, but it starts on the face and then moves down from there to the toe. So you open up this stomach energy, which is a descending flow. So would this be effective, let's say, for hiatal hernia or um you know, GERD, where you have digestion problems? Yes, yeah, really for all of it. And so there are quick fixes that I put in the book as well as more elaborate flows. But yes, because, you know, these kind of things like digestion, it just means a congestion of energy. And when you uh, open up that congestion, then the energy flows through it and the body can heal itself. And so when the energy starts to move, digestion and metabolism start to move as well, and blood follows, and uh, all of the functions of the body start to follow when the energy is moving. Now, I'm looking at a, a Jin Shin acupuncture chart, and I see some uh, green dots and yellow dots and gray dots and red dots. Are any significance to the different colors? Yes, very much. Um, well, first of all, like I said, for me, this is a lifetime study, so there is a vast technique to it, but it's also as simple as holding a finger, just so you know that when I explain this. But the different colors are different cycles of energy in the body moving from skin surface to skeletal, so from, uh, the, skin, from the surface all the way to core of the body. And those um, are related also to the, the five elements theory in Chinese medicine that you are well familiar with as an acupuncturist, um, water, wood, earth, those. Fire. Yeah, so those are the different cycles of energy that we work with as well. We just call them a depth 
rather than an element, but they're they're similar. Alexis, when you when you perform your healing on a person, do they have any emotional, or do you do you, do some uh, patients, some clients exp- ex- uh, exhibit an emotional release? Yes. Uh, yeah, very. Like today, I had somebody, and she got all teary and dropped some tears. And yeah, that's totally normal um, because when the body releases, then all when emotions get stuck, they take a seat in the body. And emotions are good, and it's important that they move also that they don't get stuck. So very much in a situation like that, emotions can come to the surface or. Really, anything can come to the surface. Sometimes people feel uh, some discomfort, even as the energy is starting to move through it. And um, so I just tell them to, to breathe, and then it disappears very, very quickly. Now, so if a young woman with uh, diabetes, uh, type 1, born with the diabetes, and just having a hard time uh, dealing with her diagnosis because she's different than the other children and... Uh, she has emotional problems with that. Is this can this be complementary to her endocrine treatments? Yes, very much um, for emotional reasons, and also at the same time, it will probably help her diabetes very much as well as you're starting to do this work. Um, and then very often you see that medications do need to be adjusted as the body gets more healthy and gets more up to speed, then um, the doctors will adjust to medicine. Okay. And so so it, it is mind-body healing uh, through, through releasing energy and getting energy to flow as it should through the body, correct? Yeah, very much. And, you know, the philosophy, the body-mind-spirit connection uh, is is something that drew me into it. Um, because you really do feel then that you're part of something bigger than yourself, that you're connected to consciousness and to universal energy. And and that is just a wonderful thing, particularly at these stressful times that we're living in (laughs) that are so fast to have a way to bring us back uh, to source where you really deeply can feel yourself. And, And that is just really... A wonderful thing, and anybody that starts to practice this will experience that as well, as well as getting just rid of your symptoms. <clears throat> Doctor, this is this is all in your it. book, the the art of Jin Jin J I N Shin S H I N. It's by Simon and Schuster. I guess Amazon has it, Alexis. Yeah, Amazon has it, and we also have an institute in New York called Jin Shin Institute. And so I'm very active. I have workshops and classes and webinars and all kinds of things. Um, our website. Okay, is, we, while, while we're talking, why don't you yeah. give our listeners some phone numbers, uh, maybe for the institute, or so you know they can maybe use use that as a resource. I know there's some people listening from Florida, I see, and different places around the United States. Maybe they could use use that institute as a resource. Yes, absolutely. So it's Jinshin Institute. That's J-I-N-S-H-I-N Institute.com. And um, so you can um, contact us. 
and uh, I have I have a lot of activities. I'm very active. I have a Facebook page as well, Jinshan Institute, where I do a lot of teachings and practice circles, where we read the body and look at the body, and so. Um, yeah, I'm very active, so it's easy for people to access and start to learn to, to learn the basics. And uh, in fact, this book is really, I made it really accessible and easy. So th- that is a really good place to, to start as well, to start to practice. Okay, yeah. that's good information. Dr., yeah, Dr. Brinks, is it uh, your technique effective, let's say, against uh, 4G, Wi-Fi, electromagnetic distortions? Well, yes, because I mean, yes, for sure, because you you would feel a little bit shaky or or something from from wife and all of that. I have clients like that, and this will just ground you and make you feel centered and be able to deal with all of that much better. Okay, so. We 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 you know we we all, we talk a lot about the electromagnetic field and it the influence on the energy of course and then on your health. So this would be another tool in in the the toolbox that our listeners could use. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I mean, some of these things are like out of our control. I also treat a lot of people who are on chemotherapy and radiation, and it just keeps your body. Uh, in balance, like it boosts your immune system, it makes you, it makes you strong, and that's very empowering. That even with all the things that are happening outside of us, and environment, and politics, and all of this kind of thing, <laughs> um, yes, when we are centered, it's it's much easier for us to to take it and and deal with all of the environmental projects as well. Well, could you, uh, I don't know if anybody has any questions. Does, uh, Howard, do you have a question for uh, Alexis Brink? No, I do not. Okay, thank you, though. So I answered, I guess I answered uh, a lot of your questions. I think you did, and I think your your book is, is, is should be really interesting. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, so, Dr. Jerry, this, this, uh, I think this, is a, this would be a complimentary uh, uh modality that uh, and I like it because it's self-help our, our, our listeners can can do it at home yeah and uh, right and I, I, that, that that that's worth a million dollars to take control of your own health and uh, to be empowering I, I love it so is this very effective for like uh, migraine problems that yes we were just thinking the same thing and I thought I, sh- I should mention that some of those common problems that you hear today and one of the things for migraines so a migraine is on the side of the head so um, that is related to the gallbladder energy and so there's two places on the lower leg the outside of the knee and the outside of the ankle bone and those are two places that um, you can hold to bring down a migraine and if somebody has an active migraine, you don't even want to get near their head. They cannot take <laughs> it. So holding these points in their in their leg is really easy and effective to help bring down a migraine. And you don't want to wait till you have the migraine. You want to do it preventatively. This works preventatively, of course, very well. 
So I'm looking at the chart, and it says uh, number eight is like lateral of the knee, and number 24, lateral of the ankle. Would they be the point? Yeah, actually, it's eight and 16. Oh, it's 16. That's, it looks a little bit lower on, near the heel. Yes, it's yes on the it's right underneath the ankle bone. Yes, and so if you suffer from migraines, when you feel your 16, which is the underneath the ankle bone on the outside, you will feel a congestion. For sure. So people who suffer from migraines, they will have uh, congestion in their 8 and 16. So before you get the active migraine, you want to open it up so that you won't get the migraine. So and that's why it's helpful, too. You, when you develop your daily practice, when you start to work on yourself, you will prevent uh, disharmonies and dis-ease. Great. So you well, advocate meditation? Uh, along with the, uh, your technique? Yes, you can. Absolutely. I mean, yes, I have clients that come and they are on medicine, and uh, that's fine. It works totally complementary, and I think it's very important for energy medicine practitioners to to honor that because it's very much where people are, and as the body starts to get in harmony, then medications can be adjusted. And I have many examples uh, of that as well. And one of them is in my book with a 16-year-old girl. And she just stopped her medication because she felt fine. <laughs> so, wow. you know, things yeah, things happen like that. Yeah. Now, on another note, uh, when I studied with Dr. Yoshiaki Omura up in Manhattan, uh, he was stimulating reflex points on the hands to literally... Uh, drive the medication or vitamins or whatever to specific areas of the body. Could that be done with your system? I think that um, yes. When you do en- when you do energy medicine, Jinshin Jitsu, you, it allows the medicine to work optimally as well. Yes, because when again when the energy flows in the body, the body can accept the medicine and it can work uh, optimally. If the medicine doesn't work well, maybe there's some some blockage as well. Does that make sense? Like if you're very uh, pure and clean, then you're more affected by by medicine or or even other things like alcohol. Like if you have if you're very pure body, you you feel it right away. And so, um, in effect, I think I think it does. Yes. So, so Jin Shin works really good on hangovers. Yes, it does. <laughs> I must say, when my son had a big, big hangover, he's like, "Mom, please help me!" And I said, "No, I really want you to feel this. <laughs> You're punished." <laughs> and he's still talking about that. Mom, remember when you didn't want to help me? You didn't want to give me this. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very effective for hangovers. Are there other centers located around the country besides Manhattan? Yes. I mean, there are practitioners all over the world, and we are um, creating a database for practitioners all over the world. There's a lot of students. There's about 30,000 all over the world. So, So yes, you can. How could our listeners locate one? Um, They can contact us. They can contact Mayumi, M A Y. U-M-I, Mayumi, at jinshininstitute.com. 
and then we we can give you a list of practitioners. Great. Or you can go to our website and email support as well. You can contact us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've been listening to uh, Alexis Brink, and she has a book out that I think uh, would be worthwhile buying. It's called The Art of Jin Shin. Uh, Simon and Schuster uh, published July of this year, so July 2019. So it's really hot off the press. Yes. It's a, right? It's self help. Uh, there's no downside to it, as we've learned tonight. Uh, it may not work, but it won't make you worse. And if you if it practice, it's going to work. Okay, there you go. If, yeah, if you do it. Sometimes clients come and they say, well, it didn't work. And I said, well, did you practice it? And they said, no. <laughs> so okay, great if you answer. do it, it's going to work. <laughs> so there it is, you ladies and gentlemen. Jin Shin, I, this has been new to me. I don't. I think was it new to you, Dr. Jerry? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I think I think you made a good case for it, Alexis. I think you really made a good case for uh, this 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 mode of treatment. And uh, I think uh, we'll see how uh, how our listeners respond. And I think uh, if it, I might impose upon you to come on again at another time. Uh, after we have some experience with, with with this, and we get some feedback from our listeners, is that is, is that agreeable? Wonderful, yes. I'm so happy you had me here to talk about this. Thank you both. Uh, you're welcome. And uh, Dr. Jerry, I think uh, I think we covered it for the for an introduction to this modality. I I'm I'm really happy with the uh, with this interview. Well, I had one last uh, comment uh, from the notes that I was reading online. There was a, a, a Marai who treated uh, the emperor's uh, brother in Japan. Yes. And, and, and because he, he cured him, uh, he asked, you know, what could uh, we do in payment? He said, open up your ancient uh, knowledge about this technology. So apparently <clears throat> these, the ruling classes had access to all this good stuff and then ha- didn't have the little people uh, you know, have access to it. So he opened it up. Is that a correct uh, assessment? Yeah, he did a lot of his research there from the Kojiki records. And, yes, he did have access to a lot of uh, those records. So that's the foundation is really based in those ancient traditions. Yes, well, so that, that is true. So it's, 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 it's something that goes back for thousands of years and uh, – uh, and I love the fact that it's non-invasive. Uh, that, yeah. that that that's what that was the hook that uh, I took to get you on the program, uh, Alexis. That a non-invasive modality. I, I, that that that's something our listeners can 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 learn how to do. And if if they can't do it by themselves, they can call your institute and 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 get a practitioner to show them how how to properly uh, apply this. So Absolutely. it makes too much sense. Well, Doctor Ron, the thing that blows me away. This is not based on double-blind studies. <laughs> well, it yeah. is for ten thousand years. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it works. You know. Yes, and I went to Japan. I went to those shrines where Jeremurai went to see, and I studied in Japan, and uh, that was really, really wonderful, and I learned a lot. Yeah, I mean, they, I think the the the, uh, the 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 Jinshin itself went through double blind in all these thousands of years. Otherwise, it wouldn't have survived. Yes. 
I, I think, I mean, this kind of thing really worked. Um, myself, I didn't come from an upbringing of, of energy medicine, but uh, I had a knee injury, and I, I learned how to manage that myself. And so, um, and, and, you know, over the last 30 years, the past 30 years that I've been practicing, I've seen a lot of wonderful things happen. So it definitely works, or I wouldn't be doing it and and putting all this energy and effort into bringing this out into the world. Well, I think you're you're doing a great service. You did a great service for our listeners, and uh, I hope they buy your book, and I hope they practice it. And I'm looking forward uh, to a repeat interview with you and uh, to so we can uh, talk about some practical uh, cases that we, we we hear right here on the podcast. So thank you so much for your time tonight, and uh, Godspeed, and we will have you back. Well, thank you so much, both of you. You're welcome. Uh, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Brink, uh, author of uh, a new book, The Art of Jin Shin, uh, a, a, a modality that uh, uses your hands and uh, just as a start to get your energy flowing. And we'll talk a little bit about energy next week uh, because uh, uh, Einstein was in energy. He said everything is energy. And we'll talk about what he had to say about energy next week. So, Dr. Jerry, thanks. I think uh, I, I got an education. Uh, I, I can't wait to get the book. And uh, well, yeah, it actually, I, you know, reinforces my philosophy of of less is more. <laughs> absolutely, and that's what we'll talk about next week too. You know, you don't have to take a million vitamins and minerals, and you know, you don't take a vitamin for this, a mineral for that, a herb for this, a herb for that. So, you know, not only you're you're spending a ton of money, but uh, who knows how they, all this, all these uh, uh, supplements work inside your body. And we're going to talk about something else, that, that Jerry. You know, you and I both like systemic enzymes, and uh, we are a fan of Dr. William Wong. It turns out there's some studies now showing that systemic en- enzymes in curcumin release endorphins in a tremendous fashion. So, you know, we might want to uh, patients with uh, pain or severe arthritis – they may want to come, come try that combination, and I, I'm, I'm sending that to Will Wong tonight to get his get his feedback. But uh, that was just uh, an know, interesting funny, article. The, yeah, the funny thing is, uh, when I do my sequencing, uh, the first thing that we do is treat the liver, and one of the key components uh, that we always test is curcumin. So you know, I've been ahead of the curve. Always uses imessence, the curcumin. And, of course, glutathione and superoxide dismutase are basic things that the liver needs to function properly. Well, there you go. Well, we'll, we'll talk about this next week. So I think, again, a great, great program for our listeners to get an education into something that's, that's been around for thousands of years and something they can do themselves with no side effects, with no package insert, uh, with no contraindications. Excuse me. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm looking forward to trying this Even though I, I do acupuncture But still it, it, it's a pain to stick needles in people They just they, they freeze up But acupressure <laughs> seems to be the way to go <laughs> Yeah, yeah I know, As their eyeballs roll around Like a slot machine <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So I think we're good. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, next week will be a, a show that will just blow your pants away and blow your socks off. And uh, uh, we're here f- as a self-help podcast. Okay. We bring you medical information and medical news that you can use, but we want you to use this information to help yourself and help your family members and uh, be the CEO. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this podcast, and we will uh, see you next week on the radio. Have a great night. And good night. Thank you. Good night, Jerry. Good night, everyone. Take care. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, with Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. We are here each and every week to bring you medical news that you can use and medical news that you will not hear on the mainstream media. We hope you enjoy our podcast, and we hope to see you on the radio next week. Have a great one. Ciao.